And welcome to FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's only fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. I'm Kevin Hines, along with Kevin Watt and Zach Newfeld. We're brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. Even though we are in the dark season, get a head start on your upcoming race season. Whether your goal is to lose weight, improve your fitness, run a marathon, finish a fondo, or tackle a triathlon, here's your chance to get into a coaching program at a super price. It's the TriJoy Try for 50 promotion. You'll get a one-on-one consultation, a four-week training program, and weekly access to your coach for $50 for your first month. That's the TriJoy Try for 50 promotion. See the TriJoy link on the FitSpeak homepage for more information. We're also brought to you by Wenting's Cycle and Mission. Here is your Wenting's Word of the Week. It is Solstice. Once again, the Wenting's Word of the Week is Solstice. Mention that word to Leah, Elizabeth, Bruce, or Dylan the next time you are at Wenting's and you'll win a prize. It's just that easy. One more time, the Wenting's Word of the Week is Solstice. On our program today, the final episode of Planet Mikey. We'll also have our upcoming event schedule and our fit tip of the week. Time to get things rolling. And welcome to another edition of FitSpeak Race Results. Here's our race announcer of the day, Zach Newfeld. A few weeks back, a few events happened in the Fraser Valley. First off, the Fall Classic happened. Um, it's a half marathon, 10K and 5K, and it happened on November the 12th. We had some um, Abbotsford Triathlon Club members participate, and here are their names and times. Dean Sherby um, was slaying his demons out there on the course, finished in a time of 1 hour and 56 minutes. Um, and Joe Baggy, a veteran marathoner, um, who's I've ran with it with a running room in Abbotsford finishing an hour and 49 minutes Chloe Null a new young member of the ATC club um, just finished her 10th race this year um, I believe this was her ninth race of the year she finished an hour and 58 minutes just under two hours so congratulations Chloe Null Paul Filippi another ATC member finished second place in his age group uh, beating everyone else uh, in the club who went to this event in one hour and 39 minutes. He was the oldest uh, of the group. He's not too old, by the way. Um, and then moving on to the next race that happened uh, in the last couple of weeks was the Fraser Valley Cross Country Ramble. And that occurred in Abbotsford on November the 19th. It's a trail race that, or a cross country race rather, that includes a 6.3 and 2.3 kilometer run. And um, here are some of the race results. So first in the 6.3K race, uh, 17-year-old Ben Petzl from Vancouver finished in a time of 21 minutes and 14 seconds. He was pushed to the finish line by veteran roadrunner David Jackson from Abbotsford, who finished in 21 minutes and 18 seconds, four sec- uh, 0.04 minutes, four seconds back. Uh, probably the best performance of the day was the first female runner, 17-year-old Grace Feathersonhow from New West. She finished in a time of two, uh, 22 minutes and 48 seconds. In the 2.3K race, uh, 14-year-old Isabella Brunoro finished in 8 uh, minutes and 40 seconds. Additionally, we have a club member from the Abbotsford Triathlon Club. Michael Ross got first place in his age group category in the 6.3-kilometer race in a time of 26 minutes and 58 seconds. 
And then lastly, but not least, the Vancouver Historic Half Marathon 10K and 5K happened on November the 25th. So here are the half marathon finishers. In the male's cat male category, we have Drew Nicholson, who finished in one hour and 14 minutes, followed closely behind, uh, about 15 seconds back, by Merrick Majka in a one hour and 14 minutes. Michael Schneer finished in one hour and 17 minutes, claiming bronze. In the women's division, Adrienne, Adrienne Gomez finished an hour and 26 minutes, followed by Aaron Nestman in an hour and 27. For third place, Christy Drever finished in one hour and 31 minutes. In the 10K uh, men's division, Lee Kennett finished in 36 minutes 57, claiming gold, followed by Bob Ayrich in 39 minutes and 53 seconds. Third place was Juno Fornellos in 39.54. In the women's division for the 10K, uh, Maria Bernard finished in 35 minutes and 6 seconds. Vivian Davidson claimed silver in 37 minutes and, 37 minutes and 53 seconds, followed by Emily Schaefer in 39 minutes. At this race, we had an Abbotsford Triathlon Club member, David Urquhart, who was representing there. He went all alone. He finished in a time of one hour and 56 minutes. And that's our race results. And here's your Fitzpeak 23 upcoming event schedule. Now with winter back, so are the Wenting Spin Sessions at Wenting Cycle in Mission. Show up at quarter to six with your trainer, your bike, your towel, and get ready to get faster as Bruce Wenting coaches you through a fast-paced and fitness-specific workout. That's Wednesdays at Wenting's. Out in Maple Ridge, also on Wednesdays, starting on January 17th at 6.30, the folks over at Kintech are holding a running clinic for newcomers. So if you know someone who maybe got running shoes for Christmas, this may be just for them. To get details, contact the Kintech store in Maple Ridge. The phone number, 604-463-3338. That number again, 604-463-3338. 3338 or just get up the Kintech website. If you need motivation to stay fit and not fat over the holiday season, we have something for you. It's called the Hypothermic Half. Indeed, a cold weather half marathon. It's held in a bunch of places all over North America, but the local one is being held in Abbotsford on Sunday, January 21st. Go to Hypo, that's Hypo, not Hyper, Hypothermic Half com to sign up and get more information. And that's your upcoming event schedule. While some people dabble in the sport of triathlon as part of checking off a box on their bucket list, some people jump headfirst into that bucket and never get out. After 17 years, a local athlete and ATC coach is still in his bucket and he's loving it. Welcome to another edition of Planet Mikey with the thoughts and experiences of Mikey Ross. In our final episode, we hear about Mikey's challenges and frustrations as a triathlon coach, and we also hear about a future career for Mikey as a lawn bowler. 
tell us about some of your frustrations or challenges as a triathlon coach. Oh, well, it, it, it just didn't, it's because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So I would love to think that 100% of people that come and join our club or come and do the workouts, get committed to their sport and see improvement and feel good about it and stay in it. But that isn't the case. Life's not like that. People have families, people have partners, people have jobs, people get injured, people change interests. So I have found that a lot of people come and go. But I remember Myron, uh, the Deerfoot Athletic Cub coach, saying to me many, many years ago, many people come and go, and that's just part of coaching. So I really, really, really try not to take that personally. And uh, that is a frustration, though. I'd love to get inside everyone's skull and make them as crazy about triathlon as I am. But that's my need, not theirs. So I need to let that go. That's, that's I guess, what I say as a, a frustration, maybe. Challenging is trying to be, I think Kevin experiences this too, trying to be the best coach you can be for others, as well as remembering that if you want to be a well-performing athlete, you have to do your own workouts at your own ability level. So that's really challenging is getting all of those hours in, all of that swimming, biking, and running in at your level, as well as being able to coach others at their level. Because yeah, you because, never want to mix the two. Yeah, because if you're really engaged with your athletes in a high-performance workout for them, you really can't concentrate or focus or suffer as much as you need in your own workout. Exactly. So there's, there's compromise yeah, it's, it's there. It's a balance, 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 balance. So we've talked about triathlon, we've talked about running, we've talked about curling what's a sport you've always wanted to do but have never done for whatever reason you know i love what it looks like to be uh what is it called 10 springboard the, the diving way up top 10 meter 15 meter yeah. those ones way up in the sky that where there's gonna be little speedos but they get to flip and turn and do all these crazy things and land in the water with the least amount of splash i would love to be one of those divers it isn't going to happen the other thing I'd love to do, but I think it could, if I decide I've got enough time, I would like to take up rowing with a team, like the four, is it sculling or whatever, whether you've got four in a canoe or six or two, that looks so phenomenal. You're working as one, everybody together working as one. I just, and, and the workout too, they must get so many endorphins. I think it would be my next level of endorphin junkieism to become a rower. Mm -hmm. What about a sport you have absolutely no interest in you, you perhaps have seen this on tv or you hear stories about it and you go what what is the appeal is there a sport out there you know i used to think it was hockey but i think it was because i felt so it was like so impossible that i could ever see myself playing hockey hockey that i developed some kind of a of a resentment towards it i don't think it's genuine i think it's just i'm jealous that people are able to go into hockey and do so well i'm sure i would fall flat on my face no speedos in hockey then there's no no you could that could be <laughs> a new trend very true i don't really dis think that i don't have a dis feeling about any other sports if i figure someone's getting a rush out of it um go for it like i know that eventually i'll probably turn into you know one of mission's lawn bowlers but i'll be out there trying to do my best lawn bowling and beat as many people as i can but shake their hand afterwards now to get serious if you uh -oh. could be a piece of cake <laughs> because we know that you aren't what kind of piece of cake would you be Oh, I have to say, I would love to be a piece of cake from the Looney Spoons cookbook. I have this low-fat cookbook that I basically 
when I'm doing the cooking or baking, which is not 50% of the time at home, it's more like 10% of the time, there's a couple of recipes at the end of the book and they don't even list the calories. They don't even list uh, the fat content or whatever because it's so uber. And there's this cake in there that I'm sure is like 4,000 calories a piece. I am going to actually make that cake someday and eat all of it mm -hmm. myself. That would be such a challenge. That's the piece of cake I would be in, of course, because I want to overdo it. I would want to have the whole thing. Stay tuned. It's going to show up on Facebook one of these days. <laughs> Finally, before we let you go, Mikey, what's your favorite place to go for a meal after a long run? Oh, my God. Uh, can, I'm going to be a little devious about how I answer this. If I'm blessed enough to be on a long run with someone else, I would love to go to their favorite place because then we get to open up and talk and hopefully review the run a bit but talk about other stuff you really get to know people well on long runs um locally uh i actually like to go home and have jude's home cooked pancakes because even though i abandon the nest so often <laughs> and i'm away from home so much jude makes homemade pancakes for me and if i'm gone too long she leaves them under a micro microwavable <laughs> cover so i can make them hot and have my maple syrup with them so i would go home to my pancakes last question for someone just getting into the sport, you've been at this for quite some time. Could you give that person who's listening right now two, maybe three pieces of advice? Ooh. Words from the wise. All right. So this is a newbie? or Notice someone... I didn't say old. Wise. Thank you very much. Yes, we have an ageism <laughs> issue here now that I've hit 60. Uh, how about we go for three because I like to always go for the max. So this is a new person, Kevin, or someone just thinking of entering the sport? Say they've dabbled. Dabbled, a dabbler. Yeah. Okay. So I'd say, hey, dabbler, uh, in your experiences so far, can you think of some moments where you felt fantastic, where you felt awesome, where you felt over the moon? Take those moments, embrace those moments, and make those happen in your next races, and then add one more and one more and one more. So go for those positive moments, dabbler, and you might end up not being a dabbler. You might end up being a lifer. The second piece of advice I would give is know your body's limits and train within them. I didn't for years. I've been blessed to be injury free. Knock on this table. I don't care if it's not wood, I'll still knock on it. I think people need to really listen to their bodies and respect their bodies. If you respect your body, it will reward you. So really listen to your body, especially if you're just coming into this. Don't get injured because you overdid it. Just listen to your body. A third piece of advice. It's going to sound cornball again. I'll go back to it. Share some joy. Talk to other people about how much fun it is. Talk to someone about how it's changing your own feelings about yourself. We have people in our club that are actually telling me that they've never felt so good about themselves since they've started running, biking, swimming, or all three. Some just do one, some do all three. And that, to me, is a fantastic thing because then they're going to go out there into the real world and treat the people in their life even better because they're feeling better about themselves. So I'd say, yeah, that third piece of advice would be, again, just share the joy. Thank you so much for your time, Mikey. You're very, very welcome, Kevin. This was a blast. We're doing something different for the next couple of Fit Tips of the Week. Since we're approaching the end of the year, I thought we'd look at this year's top six health trends. Sure enough, there was an article on that very topic, so the information I'm sharing with you is from health.com. The first health trend of the year we want to tell you about is what folks are calling wearable technology. That translation, fancy watches. 
These high-tech, somewhat expensive, and occasionally expensive things can tell you just how much sleep you've had or how much sleep you should have had. The calories you've burned in a day, how many steps you've taken, and whether or not your teenagers are driving your car without permission. Well, maybe not that last one, but these gizmos do provide an amazing amount of useful data. Giving one of these gifts to a wife or a husband or girlfriend could, however, be a tricky endeavor as it could potentially send out the wrong message. Gift with caution. The second big health trend of the past year is body weight training. Kind of weird because this trend does not involve spending piles of cash or revving up your Visa card. So just to be clear, body weight training is not code for having sex with sumo wrestlers. Well, maybe it could be, uh, I guess. But really, what is it? It's simply doing stuff without weights or any equipment. Think of stuff like push-ups, planks, and if your knee doctor has given you a clean bill of health, burpees. Don't know what a burpee is? Google it. Do a few, then tell us about your results. We do have a comments page on our FitSpeak homepage, so let's start using the thing. Number three on our list of the top six health trends of 2017 is H-I-I-T, or HIT. I put that acronym into our FitSpeak translator. It stands for High Intensity Interval Training. Then I put that into our FitSpeak bullshit clarifier, and what it really means is doing stuff really hard for a really short period of time. Here's some examples. Remember that thing I just said about body weight training? Well, for a HIIT workout, you can simply link each one of those elements with some moderate intensity cardio for some killer results that can burn your calories, build some strength, and preserve your cardio. Here's how it could look in practice. One minute of push-ups right into running at your 10K race pace for three minutes. Then, one minute of planks into three minutes of moderate to hard spinning. Then, one minute of burpees. Follow that one minute of burpees with three more minutes of running at your 10K race pace. Do that whole thing three times, add in a sensible warm-up and cool down, and you have a hit workout that'll kick your ass in under an hour. Now, if you're one of those folks who feel the need for a group for motivation, you can go over to jdfitness.com and they'll hook you up with a group. So far on our list of top six health trends for 2017, we've covered HIT or high intensity interval training, body weight training, and wearable technology. Join us next time on the FitSpeak Fit Tip of the Week, and we'll finish off the list for you, as well as providing you with some motivation for the upcoming year. I'm Kevin Hines. And that's it for another edition of FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's only wellness, fitness, and endurance sports podcast. FitSpeak is brought to you by Wentings in Mission. Your Wentings word of the week is solstice. FitSpeak is also brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport, featuring the Try for 50 promotion. Check out the TriJoy link on our FitSpeak homepage. Join us next time when we'll have a full-length feature interview with endurance athletes Diella Siemens and Gio Wade. They're going to tell us about their motivations and experiences in doing events that many of us would call extremely long. 
Kevin Watt will be back with his Instagram shoutouts, and I'll have the top three health trends of 2017. That's it for now, and for all of us at Fitspeak, I'm Kevin Hines. Thanks for listening.